You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast and obviously brought to you by DraftKings. Get on DraftKings right now. You put down $1, you get a $150 free play off of that. A lot of people have capitalized on it. Why don't you hop on there as well? Now, we're joined by a very special guest, Mr. Benedict Matherin, one of the best players on the U of A basketball team, NBA prospect, all the above. Ben, how you doing, buddy? Doing good. How you doing? Not too bad. Uh, there was a pretty cool story that was floating around on Instagram. Uh, you got a little bit of a surprise yesterday. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so kind of take us through this right here. Um, you know, I, I went back home in August. I haven't seen I didn't get the chance to see my sister for long. So um, then she she arranged. She, she spoke with uh, Coach Murphy in order to come for uh, the Red and Blue game this weekend. Okay. Now, all right. That this was just awesome. Now, did you have any idea that this was going to occur? Um, not really. I mean, I had probably a, a little like I don't know, just something that told me like it might it might happen because coach said um we have film at eight in the morning, which I'm not really used to to have. But um, yeah, I was I say it was it was, it was a it was a good surprise. Okay. Speaking of uh, coach, speaking of coach Lloyd, let's talk about the new era of Tommy Lloyd right now. And you, uh, after, uh, after coach Miller was let go, obviously Tommy Lloyd was brought in. What was his pitch to you and what made you want to stay and come back for your sophomore year and be a wildcat? Um, uh, I would say I like the way, um, he plays like his coaching style. Um, you know, Gonzaga plays a, at a really fast pace, uh, it's more like a transition pace. So, uh, but like it, it really, it really matched my game, and that's the reason why why I want I wanted to stay for another year. How did he say? Now, when he talked with you and he looked at your skill set, what did he say that he wanted from you, and what did he say that he thinks that he could make you better at? He told me he was uh, he had a great he had a great plan for me to be a to be a better player and have a huge impact on this team. Um, also more to be of a leader, you know, he came from a great, uh, great program and he, he coached a lot of great players and he told me some things I could improve on in order to be one of them greatest players. Now he's mentioned running a lot and getting up and down and giving you guys the freedom to be able to make plays as an athlete like yourself that can get up and down, that can shoot, can handle a little bit. That's really got to be something that you'd like to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as he told me he likes to play fast pace, I said uh, it would be great for me. Also, like um, the, boom, the ball moving from side to side, involving in ball screens. I said I was really excited when he told me that. All right, Ben, you've got an interesting background here as far as how you got to the University of Arizona. Tell the people out there a little bit, you know, just kind of your journey, you know, from Canada to playing in Mexico to getting to the uh, United States and obviously playing for the U of A. Yeah, um, my, my, my mom's from Haiti. Um, I was born in Canada. I played, I started playing when I was six, six years old. Um, uh, eventually I went to high school in Mexico City for two years at the NBA Academy. Um, uh, that's why I, I learned Spanish over there. And then I went, I came to Arizona in the U.S. for my, for my freshman year and then I'm in my uh, sophomore year. All right. 
now Canada's slept on as far as basketball talent. There's a lot of good players up there. Did that kind of help you get to the point where you became a high level college prospect? Oh, can you can you say it one more time? Yeah, Canada's kind of slept on when it comes to all the basketball players that have come out of there. Your Andrew Wiggins, your Tristan Thompsons, this and that. Did those kind of did going against you know players of that are going to be NBA type guys? Did that help you get to the point you're at now? Yeah, yeah, I'd say I played I played against a lot of great players. Um, I was really close. I'm I'm really close with Lugans Dort. We're from the same like neighborhood and we played for the same program. So just seeing those guys, he went to a, uh, ASU, so. Just seeing those guys um, play at a high level just inspired me of uh, being the next at doing at going to uh, college basketball and just be at, at a high level. All right. Now let's get to a little bit of basketball talk with Ben. Now, the first thing, first thing I wanted to ask you about, Ben, is when you get guys like yourself that have next level ability, all conference ability, a lot of times there's a stage when – that you kind of realize that you can do some things that other kids just can't do. Was there ever a point in your basketball development where you're like, wow, I'm lucky. I can do some things that some other kids out there can't do. Yeah. I say, um, uh, my shooting ability. Uh, yeah. Since I was, since I was, since, since I was, uh, really young, I used to be like able to shoot the ball really well. And um, I feel like it just never has been a problem for me. But um, also jumping high. I, I started jumping high when I was 14. Started uh, dunking and doing windmills in between the legs. I just felt like I was really gifted, you know, at uh, a young age to be able to do this type of things. Now, take us through the recruiting process for you a little bit. You're in, you know, you're playing again, high school basketball in Mexico City. You start getting recruited by Arizona, Baylor, this and that. What made you decide, you know what, Arizona was the place that I want to continue? Because you had good options. I mean, Baylor, defending national champion. Yeah. Um, I went on a visit to Baylor. And then uh, the next the following weekend, I went to visit Arizona. Uh, I saw a couple things that made me want to come to Arizona, like such as um, they had great great system. Um, also, debuting myself as a player, such as like Josh Green, and seeing him being high in like mock draft and um, just have a good future, like future and going to the NBA, just motivated me to be to want to to want it to be um, one of. Uh, this type of player, like Josh Green. Right. So we'll get to the NBA talk there in just a second. But what are your when you look at your team this year? What do you? How good can you guys be? What are What are you looking for from your team and you know from yourself individually? Um, as a team, I want to I want to win it national championship. I told the guys, "We're ready. You're not ready to be on the boat and just just don't come because uh you know the year is not going to be pretty easy." Uh, we gonna go through some ups and downs, but obviously, I, I really want to win a national championship. I just feel like it's gonna help the team, like you know, just have eyes on us, and we just have to shock the world. All right, talk a little bit now about kind of some of your teammates right there. You got a new point guard, well, not a new point guard, but a different point guard in Kerr, who's gonna be running the point. You got a Julius up front. You know, you kind of got a little bit of a three-headed monster right there. You guys talk about that at all? Yeah, we spoke a little bit. Uh, 
Now I played against the Zulas this summer. Uh, we spoke about How was it already. Uh, I say it was fun. You know, um, can you see me? Yeah, you cut out there just for a second. Your your screen's black. There you go. All right, yeah. Uh, I spoke with Azulis a little bit. You know, when we were in Latvia, we played against each other, and we were really excited about what was coming out for us. Also, um, with Kerr, you know, Kerr was not able to play a lot of games last year. He only played eight last games. But um, I feel like we're pretty excited for this year. All right. Now, individually, do you have any goals? Do you have anything where you want to, you know, I want to be an all-conference player. I want to be able to do – I want to win a defensive player of the year award, anything like that. Do you have any kind of goals like that? Yeah, obviously, I want to get – I want to get every – every. my goal is to obviously be uh, the best player I can be, type of player of the year. But also, I just, just, I just, I just, I just want to win this year, to be honest. Want to be a great teammate and uh, just have the most win possible and be a great teammate. All right, you had a chance because you were on some, you know, some NBA, you know, mock draft boards. How serious was? Did you contemplate, you know, uh, at least putting your foot in and just kind of seeing where you could go in the draft, or is it something where at the end of the day you always knew you wanted to come back for your sophomore year? What was your mentality this past off season? Uh, so I really considered leaving after my first year, but. Um, I say, I always knew like I would get a better chance if I come back for another year, and um, just get better, get better at things. I got feedbacks from scouts and uh, GMs saying, you know, some things I gotta improve. So, just like I went back for another year would, would not hurt me. What did they? Uh, what were some of the things that they liked? What were some of the things that they said maybe to improve on a little bit? They like my size, uh, my shooting ability, and my percentages. Um, some things I really they told me I, sh- I should really improve was uh, being consistent with my scoring ability and uh, just being more of a leader. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, you said you've always had the three-point shot, and you look around the NBA, and there's so many guys that are really good defenders that are built like you and that can shoot the three-point shot. So that's got to be kind of reassuring, knowing that you've already got kind of that that base that so many guys in the NBA have been able to thrive off of. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, most most people consider me as a three and D, but obviously, uh, I play the sport to be one of the greatest. So um, I just feel like I want to I want to be better at things. I'm not really, I'm not really good at right now. Just so when I go over there, um, I can do probably everything. Okay. Now, when you work on your, uh, you mentioned your ball handling a little. bit. It. What kind are, are there certain drills you go through? Is it just something that you know you work on every day? What are some? How does that go? I say um, I be I be dribbling basketball, basketball really more often than I used to do before. Um, I do gotcha. some I, I do some drills every day with uh, with my coach and uh, just trying to just trying to dribble basketball uh, every 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 time I can. All right, so tomorrow you got the red blue game. There's going to be a lot of game. You're going to obviously you got a scrimmage going on. You got a dunk contest. This is going to be your first time in college being in front of a uh, a gymnasium where you're going to have a lot of people. A little nervous, excited. What are you feeling right now? Oh, so I w- I'm really excited um, for tomorrow's game. You know, playing in front of a lot of fans, and I remember my visit. We played on. Uh, they played Long Beach State, and they had a lot of fans. So 
just I'm I'm really excited for tomorrow. Uh, having fans back at the at the Nikhil Center. All right, are are you going to be in the dunk contest? Yeah, yeah, I'll be in the dunk contest. All right, now you don't have to uh, let any let any cat out of the bag, but what are you? Uh, you got something special for the fans out there? Yeah, I'm not gonna say it, but I got I got <laughs> I have something special for the fans. Right now, Coach Lloyd talked about how this is going to be an opportunity for the. Uh, it's going to be like a real kind of scrimmage, you know, we're going to Arizona fans are going to be able to see you guys in, in person really for the first time. That's going to be fun to kind of have a, a practice run before you really get the games going, you know, a real practice run in front of a, a big crowd like that. Yeah. 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 I really agree. Um, It would be fun, you know, uh, just to have a little preview of what, what to expect. Also, you know, having fans coming to the, okay. coming to the game and then, just have like a first experience of playing in front of a lot of fans. All right, Ben, before we let you go, and again, can't thank you enough for coming on here, but what are you talk about being a wildcat? How, how enjoyable has it been for your almost a little bit over a year being an Arizona wildcat? I say it's been great. You know, um, uh, we, we, we had a practice, open practice and some, some veterans, some alumni came. It was just amazing to see, you know, how, how like, really humble they were, just to explain me. You know, we had Steve Kerr, who who won a, a lot of championships, just telling me how fun it was to be a Wildcat. And uh, it's not only, like, a program, but it's more of a family. Okay. And seeing all those guys come back, that had to be pretty cool for a young guy like yourself. Yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. You know, my goal is to play in the NBA in the future, so – Seeing Andre Iguodala and Richard Jefferson talking to me, and uh, you know, just motivating me. Did, did Did you pick their brain a little bit? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ben, we can't thank you enough for coming on. And uh, again, it's so uh, everybody's everybody's super excited you're coming back for your sophomore year, and everyone's excited to see you out there tomorrow, my man. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Okay, thanks again, Ben. We really appreciate your time, my man. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, buddy. All right, there's a lot to unpack right there with Ben. There's a lot to unpack with this roster, and we're going to get to in a second. But one thing that you do need to remember is that DraftKings is the place you need to be. You put in $1, you get $150 free play. It doesn't really get much better than that. You know what? And you can put it on anything. My pick of the week is I like UCLA to cover the three against ASU. That's my DraftKings pick of the week. But you've got so many different things. You can go your over-unders. You can go with your point spreads. You can go with in-game parlays just on off normal bets. That's how enjoyable it is. And it makes the game fun, let's be honest with you. There's sometimes you're watching a game and you're like, mm, Jaguars, Bengals doesn't do a lot for me. But you see that in-game odds and you're like, eh. Something that I'm going to throw in there right now. So again, go down and you know download the sports download this DraftKings sportsbook app and use the promo code ph at phnx to receive one hundred dollar one hundred and fifty dollar free play off that one dollar bet twenty one over Arizona only. And if you got a gambling problem, you know one eight hundred next steps the place that you're going to want to call. New customers only. Minimum $5 bet and $1 wager required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for more details. And we're going to have a lot of cool podcasts like this going where we got 
excuse me, where we've got guys like uh, Ben Matherin, Stanley Berryhill was on earlier. So listen to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Check out uh, Go PHNX because honestly, there's a lot of really good stuff there. They're from content. You got the Suns. You got the you got the Diamondbacks. You've got the Cardinals. You got the Sun Devils. You got all kinds of different podcasts and live articles all the time. And it's a pretty good spot to check out. Now. Let's talk a little bit about what we just heard, though, with Ben. First and foremost, this was a kid that we should all embrace because he could have left for the NBA last year. He's a player that you look at your typical 3 and D guy, and for people out there that don't know quite exactly what that means, that means shoots three-pointers, can play lockdown defense, and you know what? The rest just kind of comes. And he's got that. Bare minimum, Ben is that type of player. But – What's going to be a little interesting to watch this year with Ben is can he take that next step? Now, he's got the kind of talent where when he walks onto the court, he's going to get 14 points. He's going to get four rebounds, a couple assists. But the next step, and Ben mentioned this quite a few times, was that working on the ball handling. Now, there's two different kinds of basketball players generally uh, on the wing. There's the straight line driver where I get the ball and you know what? I got a little bit of an opening and I take two dribbles and I get right to the hoop. That wasn't me. That's not a lot of people. Now, where you can really separate yourself is getting out there and being able to make plays off the dribble. And what that means is when you see a coach say ISO or clear out, generally that's when you've got guys who have a little bit of a wiggle to their to their dribble for lack of a better term can get that step back can get their guy off balance and then get by him with either shoulder if ben can get to that point you're looking at a player right there that not only is he going to be a first round pick you could be looking at a guy that's got lottery pick potential because he's got everything else in spades he's got the length he's got the athleticism he shot almost 85% from three or excuse me from the free throw line last year. He's going to be a 40% three-point shooter. So what that would be what I would watch tomorrow. And we're going to talk a lot about what to watch for in the red-blue game, but that would be a huge part of what I would want to see from Ben this coming year. Can he get his guy off balance with the dribble? And if he can get his guy off balance with the dribble, then this is going to be a guy that's going to flirt with all American status. I mean, that's, that's the kind of guy that we're talking about here. Now, the other guy, and you know, I talked about him a little bit is a Julius Tabellis. Everybody knows that, you know, this is a guy that put up 30 points on the Mobley brothers last year. He is probably not quite as talented as Ben, but from a physicality skill perspective, he might be the best guy on the team. Now, what I'm going to look for tomorrow is, has he, is he able to take that next step? Are we looking at a guy that's going to be 17 points, 10 rebounds? Or are you looking at somebody who could maybe have some Tyler Hansborough type numbers eventually where you're like 21 and 12 and you know what, you're the conference player of the year. That's the kind of potential that I think a guy like that does have. And it'll be interesting to see what he can do. So those are the two main guys that I think are on everybody's all-conference list. And we're going to get to on the other side exactly what you can look for from some of the other players. But again, this is the time you need to hop on DraftKings. You got college basketball starting up shortly. We're in the heart of the football season. We've got NFL, you got college football. 
you've got pretty much any game you want to watch is going to be a possibility there. And so you put down $1 and you get $150 free play. So worst case scenario, you lose a dollar. Best case scenario, you get $150 out of that. Does it really get much better than that? Because, okay, I got 150 bucks. And then once you get the 150 bucks, you're playing with house money. So then you can say, all right, I'm going to put 75 here, 75 there. And you get an avenue to be able to really make some more money out there. And a lot of people have hopped on DraftKings with that. And you know what? I'm on it. I'm not even a great better. And I made money because, again, you've got a free play right there. And if you got a free play, you can essentially do whatever you want with that. So, again, $1 down, $150 free play after that. All right. So we got the red-blue game. And it's kind of nostalgic for me because I remember back in the day when the red-blue game was really your first time to see players. And because there was recruiting but it was kind of a it was kind of a myth type thing. I always go back to when Mike Bibby had his red blue game. Everybody had heard about Mike Bibby. He's this precocious guy from the Phoenix area, but he wasn't really seen by a lot of people unless you went to one game at South Point. And I'll never forget. So we're at the red blue game, and he just looked different than everybody else out there. And keep in mind, this is a team with Jason Terry, with Miles Simon, with Michael Dickerson. But it was the freshman point guard from Phoenix that just really stuck out. And lo and behold, there's a reason that he stuck out. That's what you look for in a red-blue game like this. I don't necessarily look for like the score. I don't really care about that. I care to how people look. And let's be honest right here. At the point guard position, I'm not comparing him to Mike Bibby because he's not... But Kerr is the guy that I think everybody is going to be looking at because this is point guard you. It's been a long time since we've had a next level point guard here. TJ was really good, but, you know, at the U of A, generally you had scores. You have your Damon Stoudemires. You have your Jason Terry's. You have your Mike Bibby's. You have your guys like that. And when you watch Tommy Lloyd talk about Kerr, this is a guy that, there's a quiet confidence to him. And Tommy talked yesterday about how, all right, I don't necessarily see where people are talking about when they say that he's not a point guard because he can move, he can run the team the way I want. He can shoot the ball the way I want and he can set people up the way I want. So this whole misnomer that he's not really a point guard, I think it's going to be an interesting thing to watch and see how exactly it, to see exactly if that can be dispelled or not. Now, Lloyd obviously knows point guard, so he was obviously happy about what he's gotten there. The one other guy that you got to watch, and I would love to be wrong on him, is Christian Coloco. Now, the big man is an easy, easy kid to root for. He's a great kid. He obviously works really, really hard. He's just had a couple issues his first couple years, and generally it's catching the ball. But Lloyd said something, though, that took a lot of people aback, and you could tell he wasn't BSing about it. Tommy Lloyd talked about how he thinks that Christian Coloco has all-conference ability. And I was looking around at other people in the media, and we were just like, whoa. And then he went on, talented uh, he was about how he's a hard worker. Then when you see him up close, you can tell 
the Coloco has been working on his body. Coloco has been working on his game in a big way. And cause he looks physically, he looks fantastic. Now everybody's seen the Instagram videos where he's shooting three pointers. I don't know that that's necessarily going to occur, but I do think that he's going to be a guy that's going to get a lot of playing time. And it's going to be interesting to see what, uh, what he can do out there. There's a lot of signs to up there. And honestly, I'm, I'm just excited because it feels like it's a new era of basketball right now. I don't know how good Arizona's going to be. I think they're going to be sneaky good, but this is something new. It feels kind of like a new frontier. And you know what else is a new frontier? It's time. Let's talk about manscape a little bit. All right, now this is a uh, this is a th- an item that a lot of people have talked about. I was talking with a couple people yesterday when I was going over the reads, and there's a lot of people. Manscaped's a big deal, and so you're saying, "All right, Mike, well, you know what's Manscaped?" And basically, it's time to get rid. It's time to end the days of shave your down below down below parts like the end of a horror movie. And the folks at Manscaped have the perfect perfect solution for you. The -the below-the-waist grooming leaders have a fourth-generation performance package. Inside, I kid you not, inside you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear and nose trimmer, liquid formulation, and two free gift cards. Two free gift cards. You can get 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. 20% 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code word PHNX. Slay your worst pubes and keep your dagger clean with Manscaped. Again, it sounds fun. A lot of people are using it. And when you think about it, it's practical. And there's a reason that it's real, that a lot of people are using it. So this was a fun show. I'm really looking forward to being able to get some more guys on. But just being able to see Ben Matherin, being able to see a guy like that up close who let's be honest, it's probably going to be in the NBA next year. This is a guy that if everything goes right, he's probably going to be making a lot of money. And watching him was just watching him just kind of interact and just where he sees himself, where he came from. It's a unique journey. And you can tell that he's a kid that's really easy to root for. And Tommy Lloyd, I thought put it best. He said, there's going to be some days when he dominates. There's going to be some days when he might stick, you know, fit in a little bit more. But either way, this is a kid that's got a big time future and incredibly happy that he came on to the show. Now, we're going to have a uh, we'll be on with you tomorrow, getting you ready for the or excuse me, uh, breaking down the red blue game. We've already got some articles up on go PHNX. I will uh, be retweeting those out here shortly. Just kind of things that you want to look for in the red blue game. You know, things that we went over break it down into a little bit more detail. You know, you got you guys like your, uh, your Shane Noels, you've got guys like Adama ball, other players like that, that maybe we haven't hit on a ton. Dalen Terry's a guy that I go into great detail on. And so check it out again at go PHNX got all the articles up. I'll be retweeting it out, but uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow, breaking down the red blue game. And I can't thank Ben Matherin and everybody at the U of a Nate for making this happen. We'll be back with you tomorrow.